Her Fantasy Football, where three sisters give you all the fantasy football information that you will need to win your championship. Hey, y'all. Hey. You can find us at HerFantasyFootball.com or on iTunes. Also find us on social media on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball and on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And there are three more days, people, until there's a football game. Woo! Woo! I'm so excited. Little little fist pump. Spirit fingers. Spirit, Spirit fingers. <laughs> That's been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it's preseason, and it's the Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants. Yeah. Not a whole lot of spirit. Details. Well, you know. Details. I mean, no Oakland Raiders, Jacksonville Jaguars. Sad. No, but Sad. so it is at 8 p.m. Eastern time, the game, the Hall of Fame game, first game of the season, preseason game, we should say, between the ever-glorious Giants, who I think will bounce back, and the semi-exciting Buffalo Bills. Well, they, they are mm-hmm. excited. see Sammy Watkins <laughs> catch his first catch. <laughs> Kind of fun. So should we go through who's actually been inducted into the Hall of Fame since it's kind of the point of this game? hey Yes. Maybe? All right. So we've got Derek Brooks, Claude Humphrey, Andre Reed, Arneas Williams, Ray Guy, Walter Jones, and Michael Strahan. Is it weird I don't even consider Michael Strahan a football player anymore? <laughs> I know. I know. No, it's not weird. Is that weird? Like, I almost find it, like, weird when he actually does football analysis now. It's like, shouldn't you be on with Kelly Rico somewhere? It's hard to not think of him in a suit. I I know, right? He's just he's, he looks yeah. good in a suit, though. It's kind it's of okay, okay. It's kind no, of a I don't have a problem now. with that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. No problem. It's a thing. Yeah. Well, the game should be entertaining to say the least. So Here's we'll see. Open. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Here's open. <laughs> it's open for everybody. Yeah, open. I'd say so. Brandon, yeah. what is going on in social media? Social media. Hi. Okay, so we got our man Andrew at Andrew892. He says, why am I so in love with Andrew Luck and his neck beard? Hard not to be, my friend. Hard Hard not to be. The neck beard? Uh, I don't want to reach too quickly, right? Where should I draft him? Courtney, you cover the Colts. Why don't you start this one? You know, I feel like fifth round is a great place to get Andrew Luck. I, too, love me some Andrew Luck. Um, he's got mm-hmm. a lot of people to throw the ball to this year. You know, Reggie Wayne's back, Dwayne Allen's back. You know, there's quite a few people that, um, you know, he can get the ball to more of like a Broncos 2013 kind of way. So I love him. I wouldn't go any higher than the fifth round um, because, again, he is in that second tier. If you do miss Andrew Luck, there's, you know, five other guys that you can get they're going to be close around him but we have him ranked number four and i think he is worth being number four i love him yeah you know i did the quarterback yeah. rankings and i was thinking to myself who do you put above him no it can't be stafford because frankly the end of 2013 he has not repaid his penance. So there's a problem with what happened <laughs> I mean, he was getting what like two points a game it was crazy so i can't it got he ugly. can't be above it got him yeah. it got brutal I think Nick Foles is fabulous, but he lost Deshaun Jackson. That is a true story. That happened. I still believe the Chip Kelly 
offense, but we only saw one year from him, and uh, he did lose his number one receiver. Um, and then there's, um, I guess, Matt Ryan. Jay Cutler. Ugh. Jay Cutler's low. Oh, no. You would I, never even I dream would about never, putting Jay I Cutler would above never, Aaron no, I think Andrew Luck is perfect in the four slot. Ugh. Because you're right, he took care of his interception issue that he had two years ago, uh, which was what really held him back. Because he was, how many interceptions did he get that that year? It was. Well, he was the whole offense as a rookie. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. But he took care of it this year. He's great. He's great. I'd put him in the four slot. I don't know why you're in love with the neck beard, Andrew. Is this a guy thing? Like. It's a guy thing. Like a guy crush. Like this guy, like he's like just out and about, has no shame of the neck beard. People right. like guys like weirdly respect it. Because girls don't. I don't, don't. know if you guys saw. Nope. No. No, no. Nope. However, it is comedic. I mean, it also allows me to talk about it because it's so clearly an obvious choice that he's making. Like it's not like, oh, unfortunate. He can't help it. No, he's making a choice to grow a neck beard. Uh, but he did a Reddit, like Ask Andrew Luck thing uh, online. And someone, like, asked him some dumb question. He responded in a dumb way, and then at the end he was like, and that's a terrible profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny and sassy, oh, and I was like, I kind of want to be this guy's friend. So I'm kind of all into Andrew Luck and lots, for lots of reasons. I think he's really funny. But fun. the neckbeard is not one, so. No. Well, But kind of yeah. hilarious, though, no. Kind of hilarious. Well, one of our other favorites, Casey Kasem. Uh, at the Casey Kasem, she says, uh, thoughts at this moment on drafting Rashad Jennings. I'm big on him. What round would you get him in a standard 12-team league? Um, well, this is a Hall of Fame question. Uh, is it? I like him. I mean, I like him uh, because I'm not going to drink David Wilson kool-aid again and i didn't drink it last year either but i'm certainly not gonna drink it this year so you can tell me what you want about him but i'm not i'm not going for it ladies what do you think yeah i agree yeah yeah Yeah, i think rashad jennings is great he has great ball control um you know i think he's gonna be used a lot as you said david wilson went out again you know with neck issues and he's just not trustworthy Mm -hmm. and i think that you know, <laughs> I think Coach is going to like Jennings, and I think they're going to use him a lot. So we'll see. I, I'm okay with him. I like. Where would you take him? Uh, I would say I would take him in that, like, sixth, seventh Four. round. Oh, really? I would, I mean, I would it take. It so depends. I would rather have a top running back, back wide, res- you know, and he's not a top ten back, in my opinion. No, he's not. Uh, and I'd rather have a, a quarterback as well, and depend how the draft's going. I mean, I would maybe go. I'd go fifth. Size fifth, maybe. What do you guys think? I don't think I'd go that high. I don't know. I mean, it's weird because he, at this point, he's kind of a single back. But um, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd go that high. I don't know. I mean, I love him, but yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I go wide receiver instead of him in the fifth round. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's as high as I'd go. But that's the whole point, is that he might drop down to the sixth, seventh round, and then he's, like, great value, you know? So. 
I think in a standard league, though, running backs are still really important, and I think they're going to be flying off during that third and fourth round. And I think if you don't get them in the fifth, you have no chance. In a standard league. Yeah. If it's PPR, then I'm in a different land. But I think in a standard 12-team league, because you have 12 teams by the fourth round, we're talking about almost 50 players have been taken. He's probably a top 50 guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you think about it, he's going, let's say someone goes running back, running back, wide receiver, quarterback, fifth would be another maybe running back, maybe another wide receiver. He's on, the, he's on that cusp of the bottom of that RB2. RB two world. As people might be going running back, wide receiver, quarterback, yeah. quarterback. I mean, it's all going to depend on your draft. I think Brandon's a good point. Get a feel from where you're, how those running backs are flying off the board. Because if they are flying, then yeah, you won't get them. But I think Rashad Jennings one of those guys that if running backs are flying off the board, I wouldn't feel like you're reaching. Like if everyone's taking running back, running back, and you're terrified that you're not going to get him, I'm okay with you reaching for him. But if people are taking more wide receivers and quarterbacks and getting a little willy-nilly, I think you probably want to wait. Um, but, man, if he has a good preseason, I think his his draft stock's going to go way up because yeah. that's all anyone's waiting for. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of – I feel like he's one of those guys that I'm – and really this whole show is going to be about what to look for. He's one of those guys. Like, Which, by the way, I have an idea for Tom Coughlin. Do you remember Wild Things? Mm-hmm. Wild Thing? But remember when they had that, like, um, picture of their owner and they would rip off a piece of clothes yeah, yeah. for every game they won? Wild Things. What am, I, what am I trying to think of? It's a baseball movie with uh, the... Um, Winning. Charlie, Charlie Shane. Shane. Yeah. Are they in Major League? Major yeah, League! Major League. <laughs> it's like, what Sorry. are you talking about? Okay. Classic movie, though. Classic. classic. That is classic. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm thinking of the song that he walked out to. Yeah. Right. Okay, so, sorry. I'm losing already. I'm already losing cred <laughs> here. But what I was saying is, I think we should make one of Tom Coughlin. Because I don't think they're going to win 10 games. So I'm going to make a 10-piece Tom Coughlin rip off his clothes, and I'm going to have it back here. Oh, I love that. During our podcast. Oh, I love that. Great. If they win 10 games, we're going to see something special. But I'm going to give him the red Tom Coughlin I was like, you better face. have the face. But I think I'm going to put David Beckham as oh, the body. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Channing Tatum or something. Yeah, David Beckham, yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> I'm not angry with that. So that's how much I feel about the Giants. <laughs> but I do want to see Rashad Jennings and angry Tomlin face. So, Although Calvin Johnson with Coughlin's face, that could be good too. I'm not, I wouldn't be mad at that. And confusing. I think you <laughs> should go I with, think... like, a bigger body. Like a realistic old man body. No, it's not. Nobody wants to look at that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like what? Like Rodney Danger- Dangerfield? Yes! <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. Maybe we should put that out for our Twitter followers. Who should be the body for Angry Tom Coughlin? Because I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a naked photo on Twitter. We should make them send us pictures of bodies that we could use. High res, of course. No, no, because I've already had Are you afraid you're going to get some more dick pics, Brennan? Yes. So, no, don't send us that. Send us names. Um, (laughs) Too good. What else, Brennan? All right. Um... This one comes from uh, Carlos, and it's at C-S-S-A-R-D-I-N-A-S. 
Carlos Sedinas. Hey, Carlos. Uh, how high do you take Jimmy Graham in a PPR league? Now, I have to start this out with someone said third if he's still there. I think that's a stretch. <laughs> he's not, personally. yeah. Personally. Even in a PPR league, I think you're going to be safer with Matt Forte and Adrian Peterson, which you can get at third and fourth. But I wouldn't hate you if you took him at fifth. I know that sounds crazy. But in a PPR league, um... My problem is, so I took I took Julius Thomas early in a different mock draft, like a long, long time Jimmy ago. Jimmy gets more touches my, than Julius. Oh, no, for sure. But I took him in the third round. And even with taking a tight end in the, no, it was, no, it wasn't even the third round. It was fourth or fifth round. But it was still, I didn't like my team. Because I missed out on people where it was, like, really pertinent to get them. I think you can do it, but I think you need to go in with a really strict game plan. And then you need to also have a game plan as to how you're going to work the waiver wires. Because that's what you have to do if you take a tight end in the first round. Because you are going to miss out on either an elite running back or a wide receiver. Because by the time it gets back to you... But I'm not saying don't do it, but you know, just... You know. I haven't seen it work out yet where I'm like, that person has a great team who took Jimmy Graham in the first round. Now, Courtney, didn't you take Jimmy Graham in a, in a draft recently, like in the second round or something, or third round? Or yeah. I, was it the end of the first round? No, I took him in, oh, I want to say second round. I was um, the eighth, that eighth makes pick in the 12, 12-man league, and I took him, I took him yeah. in the second round. So, um, And this PPR, right? Yeah, it was PPR, and you know what? And you got to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Jimmy Graham's available... <laughs> No, I, I mean, you just have to do it. I think once you hit eighth pick, if he's there, take him. I agree. I think I think first four is bananas. Do your thing, whatever. But that's crazy talk to me. Um, but yeah, I I would wait a little bit. But yeah, right. I got him, and I'm hoping to God he does what he usually does. I guess for me, it depends where you are in your draft order. You know, because um, yeah. I don't think taking him in the third round is crazy. Third round? Is that isn't that what you isn't that what that guy said? Take him in the third round? No, no third, pick. third pick. Oh, he won't Over. be there in the third round. I was like, that's the, I thought I was, I was like, Brian, what are you talking about? The fifth? Like he's not gonna be what? No. Um, no. <laughs> I got no. I got really Jimmy high. Graham, there. I was we're like, not what? talking about rounds. We're talking oh, about picks. Okay. I'm I'm about like, round. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I if I was the if I was at the bottom of the the snake, then yeah, I would. I would take him. Yeah. I don't know if I would take him if as the third pick overall. Um, cuz there's at least here's my issue is that there's about five running backs that you need to get your hands on. And if you have a chance at one of those guys, you have to do yeah. it. Yeah. And then if you want to take Jimmy Graham, go for it. But if you're in one of those top five slots, you have to get one of those backs. You just, you have to. You just, you, yeah, I agree. You have to. You too. But outside of that, yeah, you, know, you draft him wherever you want. But if, you'd be crazy town to take crazy. him. Crazy. Uh, over those guys. That'd be nuts. Well, and to be fair, though, I mean, if you're taking one of the first four or five people, you know you will not have Jimmy Graham. Right. Yeah. Because so I guess if you're a New Orleans fan or you really love him, I guess you're right. You won't get him if you don't take him. But at the same time, do I think 
at the end of the draft you look at your team and be happy? I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Here's what I recommend too, and and you know I will make a promise right here to do this. But oh. there's rankings that list every position combined, and when you look at those rankings in PPR leagues and everything, it is jam packed with mainly running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks, and a couple tight ends. And those are at the bottom of like a top 20 list. So that's another good way for you to look at it and be like, yeah, he's the best in his position, but there were still 15 guys that scored more points last year. You know what I mean? Because then it seems like it's a bit more of a reach. Yeah, I mean, if I can get LaShawn McCoy, Antonio Brown, who would be there in the third round? Pierre Gerson, maybe, or, or something like that. I think I'd be happier with that and then getting Jordan Cameron later in the draft than if I took Jimmy Graham first and then, like, what? Who would be a second-round running back? In a PPR? Yeah. Maybe Monty Ball. Monty Ball, yeah. Then, then you get somebody are, like a Chris Johnson, yeah. maybe... But I mean, then yeah, but you're gonna, you know, you're gonna miss out on getting a high-end second wide receiver. Instead, you're just gonna get a high-end tight end, which, you know, to each their own. But um, as you said, I think you need to go in it with a plan. If you're gonna take Jimmy Graham high, you better have a very good plan for the rest of your draft, yeah. so you don't feel like you just sold your soul to yeah. the Saints. You better get, you better get the best of the best RB two, RB three. Yeah. Like you better. Get the top yeah, right. top notch of the second tier. Yeah, for well, sure. I just think if you're going to draft Jimmy Graham in the first round, especially for early, if early in the first round, then you need to basically sacrifice one of them, right? You have to sacrifice wide receiver or running back and just know you're going to get second tier guys, and then you just stay on the waiver wire and you're only focusing on that position. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. Um, okay, so from Steve Berenger. At B-Man14Luck. Maybe he's an Andrew Luck fan. Uh, he Maybe. says the AFC East strength of schedule is so easy. Could you win a fantasy league with all AFC East players? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to see somebody try. That's awesome. So please, somebody do that. Draft only AFC East players. Yeah. And let us know how it goes. We'll send you a mug. We will send you a Her Fantasy Football mug if you draft only AFC East players for your draft to tell us how that works out. Absolutely. Here's some new <laughs> mug, and I'll even put candy in it for you. Yeah, maybe a t-shirt even. <laughs> We're just gonna... And we'll, we'll put in the this back is... there, we did not recommend doing this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have got SH Fantasy Advice says, if a team has no offense, they usually have a defense. Are there any full teams in the AFC that should be avoided in drafts? Why? Raiders. Raiders. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you probably don't need a Raider. Yeah, no, no Raiders. I mean, first of all, they're going to be going against their division, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Chiefs, which are all three very, very good teams. And then they also have to play Arizona, San Francisco, Seattle, St. Louis. I mean, it's just going to be a hot mess for Oakland. Now, granted, I know, you know, they're improving in training camp, which, duh, how could they not from last year? So I just feel like, you know, <laughs> there's, I mean, I, 
I'm not saying don't draft Maurice Jones-Drew or Darren McFadden. I think if you can get them in a good value, they're going to be good picks. But that's it. You know, that's, like, it. And that's just for a good value. I mean, it's not even your top uh, running back. So, sorry, Raiders. I initially was like, I don't know, maybe Houston. But they got a decent D. And they just got Clowney. And they got J.J. Watt. And Brian's like, are you kidding me? Um, Miami. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Miami, right. for sure. My, I literally Miami. will never draft anyone from there. <laughs> but Sad. that team is, like, that issue with them initially, as I was thinking, and shame on me for falling into this trap. I will say it right now. But I fell into that potential trap thinking, like, oh, well, they got Mike Wallace, and they got Brian Hartline. Those are potential draftees, but... It with no, no offensive line, you have no team. No and line. That's it. That's it. You're banking on Lamar Miller and hoping that Sean gets healthy. Tannehill's been kind of connected with Brian Hartline preseason, but that, that always happens. And the regular season hits, and you're like, what? Yeah. And the O-line is bad, but, and I'll get to that in, in a minute here about Miami, but that's another one that in general you can just avoid. You can avoid them. Yeah. Uh, last question, which is uh, one of my favorite handle names, with an Ohio bias. <laughs> nice. 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 Mm-hmm. I also like that he uses N instead of a. Uh. In front of Ohio, he doesn't even save space. Yep. Good. Grammar. Thank you. Uh, is Andy Dalton or the Browns' quarterbacks worth drafting? Best AFC flex options. Like he also used the hashtag Breakfast League. Breakfast League. Um, you know, we just did an article. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank for. Um, who did we just write our quarterback wide receiver combo? For. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I chose Andy Dalton. I love Andy Dalton. You know, we have him ranked at 16th. I don't do the quarterback rankings, but I will guarantee you he'll be, able to be a top 10 quarterback again this year. He's amazing. He's great. He's a redhead and feisty and loves Jesus, and I just love it. So I'm, you know. And loves the, Jesus. And loves Jesus. Fairly very important to your production. Loves it. He wears a rubber. Yeah. He wears a rubber wedding band so he doesn't have to take it off. You stopped with he wears a rubber. And yeah. I and I was like, um... <laughs> Sorry. It got weird, Courtney. It, it got, got weird. really weird. Safety, like, safety is this. sexy, but it got weird. <laughs> I love Dalton for so many reasons. But <laughs> love Dalton, love Dalton. He's wonderful. I, I would not be upset getting him. So, um, Cleveland? Well, what do you guys think about Hoyer? Well, I started laugh, I mean, laughing at this because I love it's... Do you think Andy Dalton or the Browns quarterbacks, as if they're like one, like right, right, multi- yeah, it's Hoyer people. Let's get this straight. It is Hoyer, and I actually really like Hoyer. Hoyer had really he had good production until he got hurt, and he's got you know, he's got a decent crew around him. He has a, another year. He learned the offense. So, yeah, I I like him, and I like the fact that his team. Is backing him. There's not to be seem to be as much team controversy like it was with Tebow as far as like we want Menzel. It doesn't seem to be that way internally. So I like Hoyer. I'd still go Andy Dalton over Hoyer, but yeah. I like Hoyer. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And not only that, but the the weapons that he has around him are just not as good as no, right. Dalton. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even have any close to Alex Green, regardless of whether or not. Josh Gordon gets a suspended, reduced due to secondhand smoke, which we'll discuss later. But um, I love that. 
I just took them off my wide receiver <laughs> rankings, and I was like, I'll put them in like my reserve so I can put them right back on. <laughs> Love him. And yeah, so anyway, I think that's interesting. And I think we have a ton of flex options in the show for the AFC. I think the AFC is like just ripe for flex options. It's all based on matchup, and you're right. I mean, the AFC's defenses are just not even close to as good as the NFC defenses. So when they're not playing the NFC defenses, you can start them wherever you want, and I'm all for it. Although the so. good news that all this Ray Rice hubbub, hoopla, I I think it's actually going to help Josh Gordon out because there's been such uproar. I know. Uh, I will say rightfully so. I've been I've been one of them. The but one I think they're going to lessen thing about Ray Rice hitting his wife. They're go, I think they're going <laughs> to lessen. They ha- almost have to lessen Josh Gordon's as a PR. PR piece for the NFL. They have to. They just have to, right? Well, not to like jump to the Browns, but yes, and that's what I was saying is if there is a silver lining, it was for Josh Gordon because every tweet about Ray Rice was so a guy smokes pot and gets the whole season, another guy hits his wife and gets two games. Every tweet was like like that on the internet. That's not entirely um, accurate, and he's done it multiple times and I mean and they also sign an agreement saying that they won't but everyone was outraged about it so if anyone kind of got a PR boost from this it was definitely Josh Gordon for sure definitely Josh Gordon so and Keith uh, Olbermann in my mind I love Keith Olbermann a little bit more now Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that I was was into it I like him well, I'm going to move on real fast. So the, our show is going to be on about the AFC, and we're going to go by division. But I'm just going to recap real fast training camp for some of, some of the NFC teams. Atlanta Falcons, surprise, surprise, Steven Jackson is out. Um, he should be coming back the Sad. first game of regular season. But with being injured last year and being old, it's not good that he's out in training camp. So sad day. Uh, Carolina Panthers, wide receiver Calvin Benjamin gave the Panthers a scare when he was sidelined with a bone bruise, but he should be fine. He shouldn't miss much time, so that's good. And then there's a little bit of quarterback competition going on in Minnesota. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, Teddy. Yes, and I love Castle. I'm a huge Castle fan. I do love Castle. I do. I love Castle, so I don't want him to lose his job, but Bridgewater's uh, giving him quite the competition in, in training camp. New York Giants, we talked about this a little bit. David Wilson left practice early this week with a next injury again. He's expected to return and start the season, but we know how fragile he is. And some of you will know Marshall Lynch was uh, holding out for some money. The man did not get paid. He's already the fifth highest (laughs) paid running back. That's what didn't make any sense to me. I love him. Well, he's playing. He's back. So that was pointless. Welcome back. Don't worry, you can draft him. Um, and Arizona Cardinals on Tuesday, cornerback Patrick Peterson signed a five-year extension worth $70 million. What? And I called him, and I sent him chocolates. Oh, I thought you were going to send him. I sent him a few of my nude pics. I was like, good for you. No. Good for- <laughs> no, I am refusing those. Send him chocolates? Yeah. Hashtag yes, all women. Yeah, I was like, hey, call me. Call me. No, you know, like, you know. Didn't, Were you looking out for your, your single sister? Is that why? Selfish. She's selfish, Ashley. Yes. She's taking them all to herself. Right? It's not not your nice. Harry. So, he's now the highest paid corner in the NFL. I so. could use a husband and 70 million. Stop being selfish. 
Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Details. Well, let's get back into the AFC people. Doo, 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 doo. I love training camp. It's so much fun to watch people get injured and <laughs> be worthless oh. and or be really good and be a surprise. So it's fun. Let's start off with the East. Ashley, Miami Dolphins. What's going on? All right. So doing a little camp updates, injury report. So let's start with the injuries. Mike Pouncey is still out. He's rehabbing his torn labrum in his hip. Mike Wallace is day-to-day with a hamstring injury. And no Sean Moreno is also day-to-day rehabbing from knee injury. So Pouncey is expected to return around week eight, eight-ish. Um, he's very important to that offensive line. So that, he's a huge, huge key player there. And Moreno is expected back in time for the season or slightly after. So, I mean, who knows with him. But some of the big news out of Miami was that they've been shuffling up their O-line. So as you know, the Dolphins had a few O-line woes last year, both on and off the field. In case you live in a cave, they had some drama. <laughs> um, but, you know, as far as they still have been very productive, and so they swapped in Nate Garner for Shelly Smith um, to see if they could, could, I could do anything, because apparently there's quite a few botched snaps all training camp thus far. So... We can't yeah, exactly yeah. add botch snaps to an already poor offensive line. That's that would be unfortunate. So, um, what do we also got here? So, as far as who you should and shouldn't draft, there's been a lot of talk about Lamar Miller. Have you guys been hearing this? People loving Lamar Miller. Yes. Right? Well, there's yes. nothing to look forward to with the Miami Dolphins. I, know. I get they it. Have some, I, they have they to talk about, about someone. Somebody. Yeah. Right. I guess, but. Every year we draft Lamar Miller and Wallace I, I and Mike know, Wallace, and I every know. year they end up on the waiver wires around week eight. Someone just drops them. Don't Doesn't trade them, the just bait, drops people. them. This is it's, a Jared Cook situation. Ah, uh, Jared Cook. It's so true. It really is true. Um, so I have again, like they're saying, I'm having a hard time believing he's the guy. So if you if you felt compelled <laughs> to draft someone from the Dolphins, don't stop. Believe it. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe it. I can't. Maybe it's, it's all those city lights journey. I don't know. Um, but if you are going to, I'd say handcuff yourself. Because Lamar Miller at some point, if they do end up going with him, is going to completely implode. It's a given. It's going to happen. And then they'll put Noshan in when he's healthy. So you might be able to get Noshan kind of low because of injuries. But I guarantee you Lamar Miller will not be the guy by the end of the season. It's not happening. It's just, it just won't. But do you really want to handcuff yourself? No, that's what I'm saying. If you really, I'm saying if you really feel compelled, I wouldn't touch any of them. Scary. I mean, who you should and shouldn't draft, you shouldn't draft any of them. But we went from don't draft anyone from Miami to draft two. I'm saying in the same so position. If you're, if you're going <laughs> to, you have to draft two. You have to. If you're going yeah. to, that's all I'm saying. Again, I again, I'm advising you. Against, and you'll have to like get Prozac against doing that. It's just too depressing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really, can you imagine? I can't imagine. Again, we're not recommending this. Let's make this very clear, people. Don't draft a dolphin. <laughs> there are serious <laughs> side effects but, to drafting a dolphin. Say, <laughs> running back. Yeah, but if you're going to <laughs> draft no. two, let's be the moral of this story. Um, <laughs> Brian Hartley's another person you could maybe kind of consider. Him and Mike Wallace both are kind of guys that potential, potential guys. 
Uh, but they've been actually connecting with Tannehill this uh, preseason, so I'd be intrigued to see how they do in an actual game versus just a training camp or an OTA. So keep an eye on them. Again, if you are going to draft them, you got to be thinking, like, wide receiver three. You go anything above wide receiver three, and you will regret it. I can promise you that. Wide receiver five. Yeah. <laughs> or six <laughs> or seven. Uh, it's a deep flex position, really, yeah. I think it yeah. yeah. Although Charles Clay... If, I will if, agree if with you're this going one. to draft a dolphin, he's the one. If we're talking honestly here, he's the one. Because he actually can produce some numbers in terms of tight end numbers, non elite tight end numbers, which, again, is everybody outside of basically Jimmy Graham and Josh Gordon, Fernand Davis. So he's actually doing pretty well in that position. That's really all you can ask for. So there take you what go. you will from that. How about those Jets, Brandon? Dolphins. Jets, 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 jets. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. That's right. The West Side Story. <laughs> you can't do cigarettes anymore, but yep, we're good to go. Uh, to your last dying day. day. <laughs> Did anyone want to be a shark? No. Everyone wants to be a shark. Really? I want to be a jet. Me too. Probably because the, the guy from Seven Brides, Seven Brothers was yeah, in it. I think that's why. Yeah. Gideon. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about Jets in the NFL, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jets wide receiver David Nelson didn't practice on Wednesday due to a groin injury. He left early on Tuesday. He should be fine, though. Doesn't seem too serious. Running back Bilal Powell was out Wednesday due to a hamstring issue. He also left practice early on Tuesday. Running back Chris Ivory dealt with a hamstring issue this week, but he's back at practice. Second round uh, pick, tight end. Jason Morrow sat out camp on Tuesday due to a minor knee issue. He's back Uh-oh. on Wednesday. Uh, but more on that in a minute. And uh, first round pick, rookie Calvin Pryor, is out for the third straight practice due to a concussion. You don't like starting a career in the league with a concussion that sets you out for a few days. So, anyway, who you should and shouldn't draft? Well, Sadly, my early sleeper is having a rough time, little Jason Morrow. Um, He recently compared going from Texas Tech to the Jets as going from Chinese to English. So there's that. (laughs) Hmm. I don't don't know what you mean by that. Uh, Not a good sign. Uh, Well, the English language is easier to learn than the Chinese language, right? Isn't that what he's he's trying to say, that it's easier? I think this is exactly how confused this guy is. <laughs> he doesn't even understand what he's like right? saying. He's, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm totally overwhelmed. This is too much. Clearly. It is hard. It is hard, though. I mean, I, I'm with that. Um, you know who looks great, though? Chris Johnson. Our favorite little Chris Johnson. Hello. Love him. He's going to be the guy that you take in your draft, and everyone's like, oh, Chris Johnson. He's not as good as he was with. You know what? You're right. He's not going to get over 2,000 yards, but he's going to get over 1,000. Yep. And they love him. Rex is going on and on and on about his speed, about getting out on the outside, and he's loving on him. And he's loving on Daryl Richardson. Talk about blast from the St. Louis past. Really? <laughs> you know that guy? Yeah, he's actually on the Jets right now. And, you know, Ivory is considered the number two right now and below Paul number three, but... Is the Jets the land Darryl of, like, Richardson's misfit too- toys? It's all just kind of... Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the Raiders officially are the land. But number two. <laughs> Dude, is that the Jets? The Jets. Um, but overall, the defense is looking great. Like, 
great, meaning that their offense is looking terrible, terrible, <laughs> tons of turnovers, which is great for the defense, yeah. terrible for the offense. So it's, it's, it's been great. Neither Gino or Vic are running away with the job, uh, but Gino Smith took all the first team reps in last practice. There's no reason to not believe that he'll be it because they have more invested in him and we have him ranked at 30, so that tells you a lot. Eric <laughs> Decker is also getting praise. Um, surprise, they say he's easily the best receiver on the team. Shocking. <laughs> I would hope well, so. I would hope so, right? I mean, you guys, I, when I read things like this, I go, is this journalism? <laughs> is this is this what we've come to? So considering that last year, Curly was the leading Jets receiver with 523 total yards. Yeah. I believe Decker is the best receiver on the team. Yeah. And I'm going to put myself on a limb here. I think he will have double the amount of yards Curly had. Whoa. If my mic wasn't freestanding, I would have dropped it. <laughs> Boom. Blow it up. We Blow haven't ranked number 27, up. but I, I am I'm into it. I'm into it. Boom. Boom. Into it. No. Boom. How could you not be into easily the best wide receiver on the team? <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to read that? I was like, oh. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. News. Mm. Let's get into the uh, Patriots, shall we? So today Lucky. at camp, Revis had a pick six on Brady. Booyah. Another one he's had one every day. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Is it not you can a tell why like, like, the Jets should have taken him back. Right? They should have been like, oh, my gosh. He can read Brady like a book. It's scary. It's amazing. I, I just, it, it's good. It's good. Rookie running back James White is exceeding expectations. Ooh. Belichick says he has sure hands and is already comparing him to Ver- Vereen. So, running back by committee again. Mm. It's awesome. Mm. Love you, New England. Yeah. Um, Never again. And one quick thing about my man Belichick. <laughs> Dude, you don't pick up a man off of IR. And I just, I hate you just a little bit more now. That you picked up yes. Tyler Gaffney from the Carolina Panthers who jacked up his knee and you picked him up. You guys are bastards. I know you know that. <laughs> I know you're into that. And it's like, cool, but I hate you. And I just wanted to say that. It's what we that. do. It's what we do. It's what they do. It's what the Patriots do. No other teams do that because it's mean. It's unwritten rule. You don't pick up a guy off of IR. But they did it. Anyways. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? No. 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 I have a fun fact, though, for when people are going into the draft this year. Oh. Bill Belichick has only ever had left-footed uh, punters. That's a very random fact. <laughs> and completely irrelevant. Awesome. How did you find that fact out? Like, I was watching tape, and some announcer said it, and I was like, well, that's fascinating. It is fascinating. But like Courtney said, totally irrelevant. It's totally irrelevant, but <laughs> so just it, talking about weird things they do. So what you're saying is if he's a right-footed punter on the IR, Belichick's not going near him. No. No. That's how you keep your guys safe with yeah. Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Righty tighty, lefty loosey. <laughs> the secret is out. It's, it's done. <laughs> oh, who you should and shouldn't draft. Well, you know what? What the hell? Draft them all. Why not? Why not? 
I mean, Tom Ooh, Brady. Rounds. Exactly, Brandon. That's exactly what I'm about to say. You can draft all of them in the late rounds. Do not reach for, Gronk. for any of them. Well, Gronk, you know, you know, I, I think third in the, you know, I, well, we have him ranked third, and I think he should go in the third round, maybe early fourth. But I wouldn't reach any higher for that for than that for him, just because he does get injured. You know, same, you know, same with Amadola. You know, he gets injured. He never finishes a season. So mm. I, for me, he's started. the only one I wouldn't draft. I would not draft. And I'm not going to draft Tom Brady because I can't stand Tom Brady. But you know, whatever. We have him ranked 11th, so he's a low end number one quarterback. So. There, there you go. Shane Vereen, we have him ranked 26th. You know, I've cautioned on him because, as I said earlier, running, running back by committee here, you know, it seems like Vereen, some days they like him, some days they don't. So that scares me. I don't really like that. You know, Belichick is really hard to read, and he loves lying to people. So um, <laughs> you can only take so much what he says in his press conferences, and you just kind of have to go with your gut on this. Now, Do you guys think Courtney's hatred for the Patriots might even be stronger than mine was last season? It's We're going to have some really fun write-ups about the Patriots from Courtney, I feel I'll it. Tell you who I, I'll tell you who I love and I want on my team is Julian Edelman. I do love Edelman. I like him. Okay. I think he's great. We have him ranked 22nd. I think he's a great value where you can get him at the draft. I'm into him. I would not He's, mind him mm-hmm, being on yeah. my team. And Ashley, Especially PPR. let's not forget big, Mr. Big Goskowski. Yeah. Hello. Mm. Hello. Best player on the team. And he will probably be the best player on your fantasy team if you get him. A consistent eight points every week, people, if not more. I love him. He's great. New England. <laughs> Are we dropping the mic after every single yeah. one of our things yeah. today? You should. Boom. We're feeling sassy. We're just doing it. Oh, man. <laughs> Talk about feeling classy. Those Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Injuries. Updates. Scott Chandler left practice on Sunday with a groin injury that might keep him out for some time. Are, no timetable for his return. Those are tough ones. Those are bad. But don't worry, bad. there are two other tight ends that are also out. <laughs> Tony Moyaki, hamstring that looks really bad. Also, no timetable for the return. And Chris Gregg, uh, hospitalized with a heart-related or a heat-related camp uh, cramping. I actually did first read it as heart-related, and I got really scared, and I just repeated heart-related. But it's heat-related cramping. Uh, Defensive phenomenon, linebacker Kiko um, Alonzo, in case you missed it, he's going to miss the entire season due to an ACL injury. And, of course, um, there's a ton of craziness surrounding this ownership situation. So that's interesting. Supposedly they're going to go over for a billion dollars. It's a circus. Um... There's the owner of the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres? Sabres. Sabres. Hello. Sorry. Uh, Terry Pagula? Sure. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's good enough. Sounds right. (laughs) Uh, It's between him, that guy, it's between that guy, and then there's Donald Trump and John Bon Jovi. Yeah. I I want Donald Trump. Oh, man. Drama. Love it. (laughs) <laughs> um, the NFL Apprentice coming in. Imagine August. how he'd run a training camp. <laughs> it would be awesome. 
goodness. And the hair. It's yeah. so good. Everyone would be fired all the time. And they should be. Um, yeah, but everyone wants Pagula to get it so that they stay in Buffalo. Cause yeah, no one that's knows true. That Donald Trump is a wild card, and then John bon, Vo- bon Jovi is like part of a Toronto-based group, so they would move to Canada probably. It's crazy. But if you want to talk about the team, well, I think based off the injuries, don't drop a tight end. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had Chandler at 35 anyway. You wouldn't drop him anyway. Ageless wonder, Fred Jackson, fan favorite and favorite of the show, just signed a one-year contract extension. Hello, McFly. He's a quality, quality flex player. If you want to talk yeah. about flex, you can get him super low. They always use him. I'm t- don't listen to this. Oh, this year he's gonna get nothing. Oh, he's gonna get something. Already drafted him. Okay. Amazing. He's yeah. I think I did two in two drafts. I, I love him. Like where you can get him, it's crazy. So um, now, CJ Spiller is in this like stud territory for fantasy drafting. He's a little bit scary because the last year's disappointment, but maybe a nice preseason will yeah. wipe my mind clear. Yeah. Um, Sammy Watkins, though, is supposedly having a nice preseason. He's a little off sometimes with EJ Manuel, but overall looking really great. People are already predicting that he's going to be Rookie of the Year, and maybe. Um, and then too. Robert Woods uh, <laughs> is the other starter. So no huge surprise here, but he's also a great sleeper. We have him ranked at number 52, and I think we're probably even a little higher than a lot of people. So that's great value, flex value from our social media questions. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous about the Bills' defense, though. The injuries are a little scary. The change in the scheme, I don't know. And we have them at 11, which puts them right at maybe draftable. Um, but I might let them be on waivers and, and pick them up if they end up being stud muffins. But they're, it's a little tough. There's the Bills. The Bills. Let's move on to the AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals. Geno Atkins returns from his injury to practice. And this Gino. Gino. Such a good um, name. It is a good name. It is a great name. If we had any ounce of Italian, <laughs> I would name my kid Gino. I know. I know. I know. But having like a French anyways, English background, please. naming your kid Gino is a bit weird. No. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I thought it was so weird. It was like kind of a ripoff that we're not Italian. We're all dark hair. I don't know. I know. No, nope. unfortunate. Those ancestors. Um, <laughs> but he's back, and he's Rip a huge off. part of the defense. And this is great news for the already strong Cincinnati Bengals defense. Love him, love him, love him. And love. you know what I love about training camp in Cincinnati is that there's already been punches thrown. <laughs> It's so intense. It's so good. I just can't wait for them to be on the field in real games because this is just awesome. Linebacker Emmanuel Lamar and A.J. Green got into it. You know, don't hurt A.J. Green, though, because I want him. Don't do that to me. Don't do Mm -hmm. it. Love him. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, there was another fight with rookie linebacker Flowers and third-string center T.J. Johnson. It's like, stop, stop. I love it. Give me more. Give me, I just, I don't know why. I really enjoy the fighting <laughs> on the field between teammates. It's enjoyable. Um, as long as I keep it on the field so and not in the locker room, Dolphins. Um, <laughs> and uh, if they are already, you know, kicking each other, I just, I'm just excited about the team. So, And then Bengals cornerback uh, Chris Lewis Harris is suspended for two games. So there's that. Um, but who would I start and mm. not start? 
As I said earlier, Andy Dalton, I think, is amazing. I'm all about him. You can get him lower in the draft, and I think he is going to be awesome for you. Why? Because he's throwing to A.J. Green, and he is a duh player you're going to draft. He is amazing. Get him whenever. Totally into his stuff. Great. Marvin Jones. We have him ranked 43rd. And he's a machine. Now, he's a bit of a roller coaster, very boom or bust kind of player. Um, so we're talking low wide receiver three kind of thing, flex position. Um, but not a bad pick. Not a bad pick late. No. Late. I'm, I'm okay with him. Yeah. Giovanni Love Bernard. Um, yes, but I'm not reaching for him. I just, I, if you're in a PPR league, I'm totally okay with getting him earlier. But if you're not, I'd wait late third round if he's there. I need to see the scheme that supposedly is going to make him a superstar. Yeah, yeah. that's. I'm, I'm waiting because I'm not. I'm not a believer. No. Nope. No. Um, I, I thought he was talented, but I remember watching and when, when Jarvis Greenellis some games looked great compared to him. Well, that's the thing. There, and there that's is not no Greenellis, so. You know, the competition for him has kind of gone away a little bit, which maybe he'll feel more comfortable and more of a running back one kind of guy, so he'll show that. Um, but that's it's all, like, hopes and, you know, there's the potential. Well, I'm, I'm, I, too, am leery of it, and I'm waiting on that. As far as tight end, we have him ranked 28th, Tyler Effort. I mean, people are talking about, you know what, he'll be on the waiver wire. Don't, don't do it. Just don't pick, reach. It, yeah, don't reach for it. But Cincinnati's defense, thumbs up. Love them. Get them. Yay. Pittsburgh Steelers. I always feel like a bit of a dick when I write this, but there's no one of any consequence on your fantasy team that's injured right now. There's people that are injured on the Steelers. But I'm not going to mention them because they have absolutely no importance to you. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I agree. You know, and there are some defensive players out, but the Steelers D isn't they're not, really on your, they're not they're they on your fantasy radar right now, no. you know, so it, no, is, way it is. is what it is, right? So I think that's great news, though, because I want the Steelers that are good at fantasy. So keep them in. Yeah. So tight end Rob Blancheflower is out indefinitely with an ankle injury. That's the only thing I'll even mention. Not that he's really on your radar either, but. I throw at least one of them in there. Uh, there's only <laughs> there's only been a few days of camp, but the rookies have actually been looking pretty good. Um, right. I'm gonna really botch a lot of these names up, so I'm sorry. Right. But Stefan Tuit, Ryan Shazier, Martavis Bryant. I want to name my kid Martavis as well. Like, how great is that name, Martavius? Right. Yeah. And then Shaquille Richardson again. Okay, I'm making one quick jump to the NBA here. <laughs> But I don't feel like anyone should be allowed to be called Shaquille unless it's Shaquille O'Neal. Like like, <laughs> you should retire his name. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Like yeah. Like, people retire jerseys. Let's retire the name Shaquille. Mm, mm, I agree. It's like Beyonce. Beyonce. Cher. Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> you can't name your Borderline kid Borderline Bet. I was about to say, Bet Midler, in, it just together, it really is not, not cool. Even, like, when I made a Barbara, I'm kind of like... Babs? Right? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I digress. Anyway, <laughs> that guy, Richardson, they've all looked pretty good. They've been pretty impressive. And it's been, they've had great energy, you know, out there with the rookies, and they've had some good performance on the field. And 
it's a little early to make the kind of claim, but people are thinking that they're kind of the guys that are going to be the ones in the position to start. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. Now, there's been kind of an interesting kind of QB situation where no one's really quite sure what's going to happen there. And the thought is that they probably are only going to keep two quarterbacks on the team, probably because the backups aren't looking super solid. And honestly, you don't even really need a super solid backup because Big Ben plays no matter what. He could play without, without a limb and he'd still play. Right? It's all those going home after practice instead of staying late that keep him in all season long, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> so the QB situation will be interesting to kind of watch and follow. And, of course, Troy Palmolo is the fan favorite, obviously. Huge cheers for him at camp. I love him, too. That hair is just great. Mm. Um, mm. Who I should and should not draft. You are drafting Le'Veon Bell. That is a given. Granted, I put him as an RB2, but depending on the size of your league, if you are in a standard 12, then he's an RB1. He's a bottom-tier RB1. If you're anything below that, he's a top-tier RB2. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely someone that you're drafting. Big Ben, he's not your starting quarterback. They do great in terms of real football, but in fantasy football, it doesn't really put up huge numbers. But he puts up enough numbers to actually be a really good backup. Um so think about him. Yeah. Antonio Brown's a top five wide receiver. He's gold. Like, he's literally gold. You you do anything you can to get him. And another guy I would actually consider is Marcus Wheaton. So he shows potential. And out of all those guys out there that are these potential guys, I think he actually has some of the biggest upside. So I, I like him a lot, um, and I would consider drafting him. Well, they have to have well, somebody to... they have to make to, up a lot of catches. Yeah, they have to fill yeah. somebody for Sanders, so... Yeah, and so Wheaton's kind and of... And Jericho Cotter, yeah. the touchdown stealer. He's reaping the benefits of that. He really is. So, yeah. I like him. Again, that kind of... Depending on the size of your league, W2, W... I'm sorry, W2. Wide receiver 2, wide receiver 3 kind of uh, category. He's no Antonio Brown, but he's going to be solid. He's going to have a lot of upside this year. I bet you could even get him as your wide receiver 5. I mean, maybe he's rather low. Size your league. I mean, he's kind of low, but I think I think what's gonna happen, like you're saying, is he's gonna show what he's really doing during preseason, and he's gonna get bumped up in the rankings a bit. I agree. I already bumped him up a few spots, and I think he'll mm-hmm. go up even higher for sure. Yeah. So we'll see. I wanted him to be my little secret. Sorry, Brandon. He's no secret. <laughs> Wheaton is out there, and no one else is out there. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. Hello. Can we get Aren't Ray Rice ever. off of our Hello. TV? Um, but before I get into that, fourth-round draft pick DL Brent Urban is out for the season with a torn ACL. So there you go, Patriots. If you want another guy to pick up, there he is. <laughs> there he is. He's there for the taking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Defensive end Timmy Jurgens, I think, has been Jernigan. Jernigan's, excuse me, has been out of is practice yeah. with back spasms. But should return shortly, so we'll see. Ladarius Webb is sidelined as well. That's not great. Ricky wide receiver Jer- Jeremy Butler is out with a groin, as well as um, OG Will Rackley. And no, but no major injuries to key players from the Ravens. So that's good. Is OG his real name? No, no, no. Offensive guard. Guard. Oh, it means well. Well, I saw the notes. I was like, if someone actually named their kid OG, that's awesome. OG. Although somebody did name their child hashtag. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's pretty bad. They named their kid. I told you that the 
the L-A story, right? <laughs> yeah. I digress one more time here, Brandon. Yes, this teacher had a, a, was reading the, you know, roster of kids, and it was L-A, and he's like, I don't know how to say this. So he goes, La-A? And she's like, do you mean La-Dasha? <laughs> awesome. 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 That's just when we start putting symbols and yeah. names, it just makes me. I was, it's kind of like too high tech for me. You know, Dottie's gonna be the next one. That's the period tech. and an E, Dottie, <laughs> or uh, OG baby, That's OG period period E, period E here. <laughs> Daddy, well, thanks for making us giggle before we get into Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, I, I want to lift the spirits yep, before we yeah, get yep. into that. And of course, Ray Rice has been suspended for knocking out his then fiance and dragging her out of the elevator. So he'll be out for only two games. Moving on. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. Way to okay. go, Roger Goodell. Um, and who you should and shouldn't draft? Joe Flacco, twenty fourth. No. Don't do it. No. Move on. Don't do it. Ray Rice, ranked 20th. Um, judgment call. Judgment call. You can do what you would like to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I stated a month ago he will not be on my face. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't do well last year, so you could feel better about that. Exactly. Yeah. So he didn't do well last year. You know, he's had, obviously, his stuff going on this offseason. I mean... There's a lot of reasons why you're not going to be drafting him high, although some people are going to, and just let them and say la vie. Um, Tori Smith, you know, in PPR link, I'd get him a little higher. In standard link, I'd wait a little bit. Um, you know, it's a new offense, and it's exciting, and Kubiak's there. So maybe, you know, supposedly Tori Smith's numbers are going to go up. Flacco's going to be standing up, which is exciting for him, seeing how he's got sacked almost 50 times last year. Um, yeah, so, you know, I Tori Smith's a hard one because last year, you know, I know we were all yelling at our screens, like, stop, Tori, get open, catch a ball, you know, kind of thing, but uh, <laughs> I think I think this year he's going to do better. You know, they have Steve Smith, which is exciting, you know, my dad's talking to my husband about it. He's just like, he's just such a badass, you know? And he just think, he thinks he's so cool, and he plays that way on the field, and now he's got a chip on his shoulder being, you know, cut from his only team he's ever played for in the NFL. Um, so I kind of like him this year. I kind of think that he's going to be, like, feisty and scrappy, and that's great. I love that for a wide receiver, bottom two, maybe three, you know? I, that's where I would put him. I wouldn't reach for him. You know, Dennis Pitta, everybody keeps talking about him. Like, we have him ranked ninth. I'm not into him. Just not into him. Even well, Are you into any tight ends, though? Listen, Look at the other ones around there. I don't have the best tight ends on my teams, all right? And I'm into Rob Gronkowski. There you go. Uh, but, no, he's, but he's, a he's injured. He was injured last year, and even in his best year, he averaged six points. So, I mean, it's not even like he's was fabulous when he was no, fabulous. So... I, I, you know, no. But I, you know who I do love on the Baltimore Ravens yeah. is Justin Tucker. Yeah, you do. Take him. Love him. He's a kicker, by the way. But yeah, I'm into him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more drama. I love that we go from Baltimore to Cleveland. Does it, mm. does it get any, any more drama there? 
Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Courtney, I like how you have a lot of good kickers this year. Courtney's really jazzed about kickers thus far. I am. Big tech. Love him. Love him. Uh, Cleveland Browns. So Josh Gordon's going to appeal a suspension in the case will be heard on Friday. We may not hear on Friday, but that's when the case will be heard. For the commissioner, he's going to have a um, some sort of um, oh, what do you call it? The guy he should have had there when he's making Ray Rice decisions. A mediator. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, as some of you know, he's claiming that he failed the drug test due to secondhand smoke. Yep. Um, now, to be fair, he's the only um, player to fail a test blowing below the threshold of 15 nanograms per milliliter of marijuana in the system. Now, here's the deal. I somehow have two players suspended for substance abuse, and I know nothing about it. <laughs> but I'm sure that that means something, what I just said. Well, and I was going to say, secondhand smoke, does that mean he was taking, like, a shotgun in? Is that... It, I don't know if you guys know what that means. That means somebody takes a hit and then they blow the hit into your mouth. Into your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I guess say, let's, is Let's go with the resident smoke. expert here That's out of this crew. Smoke. I don't know what he's claiming. Well, but supposedly he might have a case. This is what, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is what is interesting. Again, I feel like I should go to the resident expert here. But they do have tests so you know obviously in colorado there's it's illegal but they have to have a way to know if you're too high to drive and i guess there is blood tests to tell if it is basically immediate or second hand and what level that is and essentially how many days it takes for it to fully exit your system so you can actually get an idea i guess of kind of when it was smoked and if he's in that 15 nanogram per millimeter range again i don't know what that means but that obviously means it has to be pretty low he may have a case. He may have some sort of... Except for those they're going to say, you'd already had a drug violation. You shouldn't be hanging around people, what, in like a closed vehicle, all smoking weed. Yeah, you're going to get high. Well, maybe. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I think that there's... I, but like we said earlier, I think the Ray Rice suspension does set a precedent of being a lot more lenient. So I think they're going to have to do something... Um, and let me tell you, if he gets any games reduced, ladies, pick him take up. Him again. Pick him Hop up. Hop on it. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> uh, and in case we weren't clear before, as far as who you should and shouldn't draft, Brian Hoyer is the starting quarterback in Cleveland. I would like to announce that again, along with the Cleveland Browns and anyone who's seen a practice. Uh, <laughs> we have. <laughs> We have Hoyer ranked at 26 only because the weapons aren't great. And frankly, this Johnny Menzel insanity is just it's too much. Even if finally ESPN is writing articles about how he's not going to start game one, you know no. game over. Because they've been trying to push him for so long, right? Um, so there's a running back competition, though, between Ben Tate and Terrence West. Although weird things are coming out of camp. I heard once that he was like um, that Terrence West was on the injury list due to conditioning issues. And then I'm also hearing that he's having, like, the best camp of his life. And so I'm not entirely sure what's going on. My dog is freaking out. Sorry. Not well. Oh, I thought that was mom and dad's dog. No, we're babysitting our house. and babysitting Kind of, I guess, a, a puppy. And the puppy's, like, out of control. And our dogs hate the puppy. <laughs> Which causes... Your dogs hate all I of know. the dogs. I like I it. Do- 
My dog is such a little bitch, I tell you. She's... Oh. And the other one, too. And this poor puppy <laughs> is just getting knocked out, and then we end up screaming the whole time during the puppy. So, sorry. Continue on. I'm fine with it. I, I thought they were upset about the competition. Too. Yeah, they probably uh, are. They are upset. Uh, also, Miles Austin, we have at number 69, and we haven't even ranked Andrew Hawkins, but I think they might be steals. Brian Hoyer's playing. I actually think that as long as they're on the field, um, I, I talk about sleepers. I wouldn't waste your time with Nate Burleson or Anthony Armstrong, just putting that out there, but I think those two guys are worth drafting as flyers. Obviously, Jordan Cameron's a top 10, maybe top 5 guy. And Cleveland's defense is very interesting. I like their coach. He's a defensive guy. They were already good last year. We have them at 12. I think they might go up. I think in the offseason or in the uh, preseason, the season could stay. Nice. Nice. Open. AFC South, Indianapolis Colts. Reggie Wayne is back, and he looks great. You know, after tearing his ACL last year and turning 35, Kind of thought it was over for him, but I guess he's great. <laughs> I guess he's good. <laughs> he looks great in training camp, so I'm all in. Hey, why not? These guys are bionic they men, are. right? Yeah. He and Fred Jackson right. like hang out on the weekends. Yeah. So they drink like unicorn juice. Seriously, that's the only answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't even get out of bed in the morning without my knees cracking. I don't know what these guys are doing. It's awesome. I mean, I I love that he's having a good camp. I'm in the bed. Yeah. And tight end Dwayne Allen is back as well and healthy. Uh, so, you know, it seems like Andrew Luck's got all of his guys back. He's going to be awesome. As we said, we have him ranked fourth, and I love him. So pick him up. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Trent Richardson's an emotional roller coaster. You know, draft him as a running back three or a flex if you dare. Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton, we have him ranked 29th. He's kind of a boomer, a bust player. I feel like in the Indianapolis Colts are going to be a little bit more consistent this year. Uh, mm. With Reggie Wayne coming back and Dwayne Allen coming back, I feel like they're going to get a little bit more into their routine. So hopefully that means T.Y. will be a little bit more consistent as well. Um, I do like him. And Hakeem Nix, we have him ranked 37th. This is a good team with a lot of receivers. So... Um, I wouldn't be mad at any of with any of them at the right price. So I I like the Colts. I like yeah. all of them. That is free. I agree. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So that's the Colts. How about the Texans, Ash? I'm so excited to report on this to you. <laughs> Next is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. Get excited. Woo! It's picking up. Um, not really injuries that will concern your fantasy team, other than the fact that. Arian Foster is now back with his hamstring injury. So he's kind of slowly getting worked in here, but he's expected to be back by season, so nothing really that's too concerning. And then Andre Johnson is also still not playing. But there was an Andre Johnson sighting at camp. <laughs> and he's allegedly like back. And yeah, right? He exists. He's <laughs> he out exists. there. It's real people. Um, so his hamstring has him sidelined at the moment, but allegedly he's there to play. I guess. I mean... Allegedly, he and coach Bill O'Brien have been having some good conversations, some open dialogue, and you know he's ready. To, he's ready to play. So, hopefully, things will move forward there. Arian Foster. So, he's a guy that you want on your team. He's also a solo back, and that is like winning the lottery. That is what you look for. Ryan Fitzpatrick, while not sexy, 
sexy as a player. He himself is very sexy. Crazy smart. <laughs> with a backwoodsman <laughs> kind of beard. Just saying. Just saying. But he's a solid QB, too. So look at your bye weeks. And depending on who you take as your starting quarterback, you know, there's a top tier, that kind of Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, yada, yada. Look what the bye weeks are, and because you need the guy to play then. And if it's a good matchup for Fitzy, Fitzy can actually produce you some big numbers. Um, like, we're talking in the 20s here. So if it's not playing as a crazy hard defense, go for it. Pick him up. Andre Johnson, as I said, he's back, wants to play some football. These guys are professionals. You know, they're going to go out there every day at the regular season and play to win. You know, kind of like with Marshawn Lynch, they'll hold out in the offseason. But when it comes time to play, they're there and they're going to play. So you don't really have to worry about that. But with that said, I am loving DeAndre Hopkins. Loving. Loving him. He's a solid player, you know, and he's really come in and learned the offense this year. He's looking great in training camp. He's going to get lots of looks. He, you know, had the advantage of all that time with Fitzy while Andre Johnson was holding out, you know, so. Crying. Crying. You know, and DeAndre Hobbs is like, fine with me. <laughs> I, I think he is going to be awesome. I think he's going to be right below Andre Johnson in terms of targets and in terms of points, fantasy points. So, and also if his value would be even bigger if Andre Johnson isn't ready to play by the time season starts due to his injury. So keep an eye on that as well when you're thinking about drafting because that's going to automatically bump him up a bit in the rankings. So love me some DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, I love Jacksonville Jaguars. No, who doesn't? Why not? Who doesn't? Why not? Everyone's suspended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wide receiver Ace Sanders will serve a four-game suspension four. for violating the league's substance abuse policy. However, he actually had a very heartfelt "I'm so sorry, I'm a failure" kind of talk. Uh, unlike wide receiver Justin Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> Totally unapologetic. Uh, yeah. Already suspended for a year and then was arrested for possession of marijuana. Just don't count on him coming back. I noticed he's still in our rankings. Yeah, sorry. I find that funny. Yes. I almost think we should just keep him I there. I almost want like, to. why not? Yeah. See who's, like, actually paying attention. I think we should hold out until yeah, Menzel is no longer in other people's rankings. What I should do then is we'll I should do... we'll remove Justin Blackman. I should do a wide receiver ranking and then I should do a pot smoking ranking. Right. Yeah, and most likely to come back. Most likely to get. Abuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, don't worry. We have more wide receiver news. Wide receiver Cecil Short <laughs> suffered a ton of injuries, but most recently he's trying to handle hamstring things. So, so what are we left with? Two rookie wide receivers, yes. one of which is also suffering an injury. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Blake Bortles has got a lot. So, Marquise Lee and Allen Robinson. Hello. Big names. Big names. Big names. Uh, anyway, they're so excited, though. Gus Bradley is, is a lovable coach. Yes. He really is. Like, I really like him. I think they're on the right path. I'm really excited for next year for them, as in 2015. I'm, I'm, I am glad that they've given him a chance. Jordan Todman actually is looking great. The, uh, the perennial backup with the most. Uh... He looks great. He's a great handcuff to Toby Gerhardt. Uh, and that's a, a great roster stash for those of us that are cynical about Toby Gerhardt lasting a whole season as a quote-unquote workhorse. Mm-hmm. I hate it when they use that language. It's like, remember when they told us C.J. Spiller was going to be the workhorse last year? 
It is like a good running away point when you hear that. It's like, oh. Yeah. This is a cringe. I know they're trying to be like happy or good or I don't know what they're trying to be, but it's just like, oh. Um, Blake Bortles came into camp prepared. That's nice. Um, so, anyway, but still look for Chad Hattie to start. They have no intentions of giving Blake Bortles the starting position. Um, and then, sleeper alert, I like Mercedes Lewis as a little tight end. Tight ends are, you know, terrible, right? They're all terrible. But I think Mercedes Lewis is actually kind of the veteran on the team. And now that all the, you know, yeah. wide receivers are gone, I, I figure someone's going to catch something. I think it's going to be him. So I, I'm seeing him in the uh, red zone. Red zone. Let's see that. Jaguars. Tennessee Titans. So Dexter McCluster has been getting a lot of touches. (laughs) Brandon, no. He's another perennial Jared Cook guy. What is so fascinating about Dexter McCluster is that he's one of those guys that you question yourself as to what his position is. Right? Because he's technically a wide receiver. But he plays the running back, and he's been getting touches in the running back position right now from the backfield. So even though Bishop Shakey is expected to be the dominant back, the workhorse, if you will, there's still Sean Green. Um, I can see them doing some interesting packages with Dexter McCluster back there because he, he's, he kind of is a hybrid player. He really is. But that makes him actually kind of really hard for you to draft. Um, I was going to say, those who do everything oftentimes end up doing nothing. I know, because they try to create these special plays for them, these special kind of packages. Yeah. Um, it's like the Wildcat. Yeah. Mm. Like, what was, what was the other thing they kept calling the Wildcat back with um, Tebow? Fantasy murder? No, yeah, no but it should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. Yeah, so <sighs> I like him. I don't like him. It's something that you need to think about because, like they said, sometimes when these guys can do everything, they don't do anything. Um there's been a lot of expectations and pressure on wide receiver Justin Hunter. And he's been having kind of a mixed bag training camp. So he's been compared to Randy Moss. I'm not sure if that's actually good or bad. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully he'll get better and we can get an idea of what you're going to kind of actually expect from him as the season goes on. But I feel like he's kind of a boom and bust guy. Um, so be cautious. Jake Locker also connected with some deep balls during camp, which is encouraging. But he still also threw a bunch that kind of sailed over the heads of his receivers and he threw some interceptions. So don't get too excited. Still not a starting quarterback. God, is there anybody no. that you're going to draft from the Titans? I don't think so. We forgot about them. I don't even, yeah, I just totally. Yeah. I mean, there's some, but let's, okay, so, you know, if you're in a PPR league, Dexter McCluster, maybe. Yeah, Kendall, I don't. I don't, I, don't, sure. I, don't, I don't even mind Kendall Wright, Nate Washington, or Justin Hunter as that kind of lower-end wide receiver from the size of your league. Um, they've all got potential for a good game if it's a weak matchup. So look at your matchups with those guys in particular because it all rides on Jake Locker. It, it literally all rides on him. So you need to have a weak matchup there. Mm. And, um, yeah, I guess Bishop Shanky, he will be the featured back in Tennessee, even though... Technically, they still list Sean Green as the starter. That won't that won't happen. That won't last very long. And I am always intrigued by Delaney Walker too. Me too. Right. I like Delaney Walker. So I, and Kendall Wright. Kendall Wright's like a borderline number Kendall two. Kendall Wright guy. is legit. I, yeah. Yeah. PPR for sure. Yeah. But what's hard is that we're also thinking Kendall Wright with Fitzy in because Jake Walker got sure. hurt. So I mean, 
Well, it's not like Fitzy's a Hall of Famer. You watch your mouth, Brandon Williams. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Fitzy's not a Hall of Famer, but I, I think Fitzy... He's a Hall of Famer in here. In the heart. No, in but he's heart. a lot more consistent quarterback, in my opinion, than Jake Locker. And it's just different different styles. I think I think Kendall Wright will be fine. Like I said, he's, he's going to be fine. Nate Washington and Justin Hunter will probably be fine. They'll be on your team. Um, they may not be starting on your team all the time, but they'll be on your team. Um... But it all rides on Jake Walker. It really does, 100. So that's my feeling. I don't not there's not a whole lot of love for the uh, Tennessee Titans, but there's some guys out there. There's some. Ken, Kendall Wright's the best mm-hmm. of them. AFC West, Ashley. Who's your Who's your love going to go to the Chiefs? Well, lucky for you, there's no real injuries to date that will affect your draft either with the Chiefs. Yeah, except nice. for Pro Bowl safety Eric Berry and Marcus Cooper. So, Cooper plays cornerback, safety for Eric Berry. They both left practice with injuries. Berry's is a lower leg injury, and all I could do is think immediately of Bill Belichick that won't ever tell anybody what the injury is, and he's like, it's <laughs> somehow he is hurt below his belly button. <laughs> you guess what? Or like Tom Brady's been questionable since questionable. 2005. The whole Patriots team is questionable. Jeez. Yeah, so... Is what it is, um, but lower ankle foot is kind of what we're hearing on there, um, and a troublesome hamstring injury for Cooper. Cooper's not even carted off the field, so that's a little Oof. bit more serious when you're carted off the field. So I take that a little bit more in consideration because again, that's those are two pretty key players um, for, on a fabulous their de- for their fabulous in defense. So. so. Uh. Keep an eye on that when you're doing your drafting. Get an idea of how long they're actually going to be out, and we'll give you updates on that. Jamal Charles is the man, obviously, as far as who you should draft. He's the man. Like, he is the guy you want, right? <laughs> um, top of the draft boards for most people, so don't be foolish and try to get cute and think you're going to draft someone like Chris Johnson and be like, it's his year. Don't do that. You can get him later, but don't do it. Um, if he's still available, take him. Alex Smith would be a great backup quarterback. Again, he's not your starter unless you're in a really deep league. Um, but Andy Reid loves this guy. I mean, contract negotiations. He says, Alex Smith is my kind of guy. I've been a big fan of him for a while. So I think, and part of it might be Andy Reid's strategy to really put confidence into Alex Smith, to feel like, you know, this is his team. So I'll be interested to see how that goes. Um, you know how I won't draft his... I'd like them to put confidence in Alex Smith by getting him wide receivers. Yeah, how about uh, that? That's what I was saying. Because I was saying, you know I won't draft? Dwayne Bow. Dwayne Bow so, had a couple of really good catches in camp, but again... It's, I can't, I can't. And Donnie Avery may be super late. I would draft him. Same with same with Dwayne Bow. If it was super late and the value is there, like you got him in like the fifteenth round, you would draft him. But you're not drafting. He, I mean, that's that's really low for a number one receiver on a team. Yeah. You Even know? that dog thought so. <laughs> yeah, the dog was like. Don't do it. Don't do it. She's attacking the puppy. Yikes. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, as as good of a team as the Chiefs are, I mean, really, you're looking at Jamal Charles, the defense, if if they're healthy, and Alex Smith is a backup. I just, I hate those, I hate those receivers. Yeah. It's tough because the Chiefs have had a lot of injuries. You know, they're out three um, offensive linemen from last year. That's going to affect, that's going to affect Jamal Charles. And so Alex is going to have to get the ball out of his hands to the receivers, you know, for Jamal to be successful, to give him a little bit of room. 
Jamal can do anything. He's he's amazing. Yeah. You know, he'll find the, the hole. But um, it's going to be a different team this year, I think. They have Travis Kelsey, right, as a tight end that they just got? He's kind of a sleeper. Kind of. I mean, I do agree they're, they're going to dump the ball off pretty quickly because the offensive line is pretty weak at the moment. Um, yeah. But Jamal's a good receiving back, so they'll probably actually do a lot of formations that involve him, like, right off the line so that he can line him up as a receiver, you know, so that yeah, yeah, that's probably going to happen. But And they're going to have to bring those wide receivers in, too. So Pocket's just going to collapse and collapse and collapse, which is going to be really nervous. But, you know, what? Alex Smith is actually quick on his feet, so he actually has potentially to get some more running yards this yeah. year. He's going to have to scramble a bit more than he did last year, so it could be actually... I don't want to say it's never advantageous for you to have an offensive line, bad offensive line for a quarterback, but he'll definitely have a few more yards on the ground. How about the San Diego Chargers is a, an interesting little thing because they're actually pretty healthy uh, other than wide receiver, Vincent Brown. Um, He missed camp due to to a sore calf, but you're not going to draft him anyway. So no, it's fine. It's fine. You know who you should draft deal of the year, Malcolm Floyd. So he looks fantastic at camp. He's making all these big plays. You can get him in, like, when did we get him in the draft? Like, around 15? I got him, like, yeah, at the end of the draft with 12 yeah. men. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. He's starting opposite Keenan Allen, who everyone's really down on Keenan Allen. Everyone's ranking him Why? high. But if you listen to other podcasts, they're like, he's totally going to have a down here. He's not going to repeat. He's totally fool's gold. And I'm like, why? Well, I'm not quite sure what... That, how that makes sense. No. I think that, that San Diego hasn't gotten any worse, for sure. I, I don't understand what the deal is with that. So I think he's ranked right at uh, the 16th wide receiver off the board. I think that's appropriate. That puts him as a wide receiver, too. I think he's great as a wide receiver, too. And then you can get Malcolm Floyd whenever you please. He's literally just hanging yeah. out in the draft. He's the I don't best understand what's sleeper going on of there. the year, I think. I just, like... I, I don't even have him ranked. Nobody has him ranked. I just love him. Like I and I'm gonna keep him not ranked to like make other people not draft him. How about that, people? He's amazing. See, amazing. We're telling you all our little I secrets. Well, don't tell anyone. Huh. Um, and then you know what, Rivers. He's ranked as number 15, but he may end up being your number one guy again. There's just a lot of good QBs this year. So like I, he's ranked at 15. I did the rankings. It's not because I don't like him. It's because I liked people just a little bit more. I thought they had a little more upside. But I think he's a great deal. I really like almost everyone on the team, including Ryan Matthews, which I know kills Ashley, um, except for their defense. And I'm not yeah. quite sure they started defense going up Denver twice and then going up against that NFC West. That would be the only thing that I'm not in love with is that the AFC West goes up against the NFC West this year, and that's just going to be tough. It's tough. And everyone's defense got better. Just, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I still think they're going to be great, but those are my thoughts on the San Diego Chargers. Speaking of defenses have gotten better, the Oakland Raiders' defense has gotten better. You're still not going to drop yeah. them, but they have gotten better. And if it was 2009, they'd be fabulous. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, Schaub says he never lost his mojo. Did he have, so did he have mojo? I, I guess. You can't lose it if you never had it, He Courtney. says he's never lost it, actually. So, 
There you go. Mm. He did lose the code to a security system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will let random stalkers in. They didn't oh, lose his mojo. It's too good. It's too good. Although Derek Carr is looking good, too. So, it, you know, yes, he. Yeah. I don't know if Shab will play the whole year. Who knows? It's a different offense. They seem to like him a lot. So, yeah, maybe they'll wait on Carr until next year when they can build their team a bit. Um McFadden and Maurice Jones-Drew are still in one piece, so that's awesome. But we're only a few days into camp, so. Hey, they're still both there. Um, But mostly the big talk about Oakland is the fact that they might go to San Antonio. So other than that, there's really nothing going on with Oakland. Um, Mm. Who are you going to draft? They're going to hitch a ride to the Spurs. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Well, hitch a ride. Maybe we'll do better there. Who knows? Um, I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to draft a quarterback. I'm not going to draft any of the wide receivers. Maybe James Jones. We have him highest at 45. He's coming from Green Bay, but I'm not reaching for him. I'm not. That's still your fifth wide receiver. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. I guess I'd I'd tolerate him my fifth through seventh wide receiver. Tolerate. Yeah. Um, you know, where you can get Jones Drew, it's kind of a yes, I think. I don't I wouldn't hate having Jones Drew as my third running back. Why not? Same with Darren McFadden. I guess he's doing great and he's gonna have, this is gonna be his comeback year. So What? That's what they what? say. It's gonna be his comeback year. I know, I know. They always say that though. They always say they that. always say that. The guy gets injured, so <laughs> I don't I'm not putting any money on it, but um, and then their tight end, Rivera, I mean, he's ranked 32, so there's 31 better tight ends out there, so I wouldn't do it. <laughs> um, but I didn't want to end the show on the Oakland Raiders, so let's end the show on a high note, the Denver Broncos. The Broncos. Yeah. Not like the way we ended our season. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> hopefully not. All right, that was depressing. Um, so DeMarcus Ware has a leg. Down. He's got a leg bruise. John Boyd has hurt back. Um, Vaughn has a knee injury, but they're all concerned to be minor. Right. So nothing really to worry about there. As for play, Jeremiah's gone with camp. Emmanuel Sanders continues to impress with how speedy he is. He's beating corners left and right. Like he's beating veterans. It's awesome. And Monte Ball's found some holes, and the O line is looking good, which is you know good news. Not only for Ball, but for Manning as well. And we need to discuss because of course. It's the Broncos, so we love the Broncos, and we see a lot of coverage. But did you see the Manning dancing video? <laughs> love a training it. I think camp? dancing is a Gener- generous word. word there. I loved generous. it. Because Walker so was good. doing a little, like, sidestep in action, and then you see whatever that was for Manning, and it was The Hobbit awesome. and the old man getting it down was awesome. just awesome. What was so that good. song? It, was it, like, a country song? What was that? It was heinous. It's terrible. I blocked it out. My other favorite part about training camp, because there's not a lot to report because everyone's expecting how great they're being during training camp, which, again, standard quote right now, but was when Manning kept trying to get the the uh, guys to say blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear about this, Brandon? So they yeah. have blue footballs they were tossing around in camp, and he kept trying to get the press to ask him questions about using the word blue balls. And he was like... A nine-year-old boy, the way he's trying to get them to say it with this, like, smirk on his face. And I'm like, I love you. You're, you make football fun. Uh, so that's been really fun. 
Um, as far as players you shouldn't, shouldn't draft, there aren't any players you shouldn't draft, honestly. I mean, same as last year. Manning, of course. Demarius Thomas is a no-brainer. He's a top three wide receiver. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be hot this year. I just feel really good about Emmanuel Sanders. He's going to go a lot higher than people Way, want to yeah. draft him, but he will. Be, I think he'll be worth it. I, I totally agree. I mean, he, he's becoming a go-to. Wilker, he's always been a big part of the offense because he runs the slot. Julius Thomas is a top five tight end, and Monte Ball is showing a lot of promise. And even if he does screw up a little bit, he's still going to get the touches. You know, he'll get the touches. And the defense looks pretty scary, too. So I would even add them into the mix this year, which I know seems like crazy talk with how awful they were last year. <laughs> but they obviously, they made defense a big priority in the offseason in the free agency. So they picked up a lot of big players there. So with, you know, to leave and wear and whatnot. So, yeah, I was watching natu- NFL Network yeah. and they were like, most improved team in the NFL. And they were like, the Denver Broncos. Is it possible that they are the most improved team after being and- amazing last year? But Emmanuel Sanders is better than Eric Decker. And then the they went crazy in the offseason picking up mm. defense guys. The defense is going to be <laughs> so much better than they were last year if they all stay healthy. So, so. so much better. So much better. I know. And, of course, we can't forget Matt Prater. Because <laughs> we can't end this show without talking about kicker. Naturally. Uh, I agree. And he is a, I love Matt he is a first or second kicker taken off the boards this year. He, he should be. So he will score you a lot of points. So, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there's really no one that you should not draft. From the Broncos. No one. Draft them all. Draft, Draft them all. all. Feel good about it. Draft them all. I like yeah. it. Except for Joel Dreesen. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. <laughs> Don't draft third string tight ends. <laughs> we, I, you're, you Brandon, you were right. right. I didn't think I needed to say that. But maybe mm-hmm. I should. Please don't draft Please. someone on their practice squad. <laughs> Please don't draft Joel Dreesen. You can even draft Latimer. Oh, yeah, a lot of people are asking about Marcus Latimer. Guys, rookie wide receivers, stop yourself. Do it. Do it. It's all depends on how deep your league is. But, I mean, yeah, I mean. But you're right. I mean, if Peyton Manning's throwing the ball, drop him. him. What am I talking about? Yeah, seriously. Seriously. I, I surrender. <laughs> Draft well, them all. Well, that's it for us for the AFC, guys. Mike Listen drop. to us next show oh, no. when we talk about the NFC. And what am I going to do? The LeBron blow up. Blow up, guys. Blow it up. We got football on Sunday. Everybody enjoy. Get your food going on, your drinks. It's football time, people. Enjoy yourselves. Make sure to check us out at HerFantasyFootball.com and on iTunes. Give us a nice ranking, please. You can also check us out on Facebook, backslash HerFantasyFootball, and on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Until next time, no more faking it. (laughs) 